You're listening to episode 222 of the Room to Grow podcast. I'm Emily Goff, a podcasting coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a Canadian with a sense of curiosity and adventure, always asking more questions and using stories to connect with and positively impact others. Here on the Room to Grow podcast, we're going deep into big topics like relationships, mental health, business, confidence, lifestyle, personal development, and entrepreneurship, and being open, honest, and real about how to learn from tough lessons along the way when life throws you into the unexpected. I bring you thoughts and guests with stories that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. Emily here. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about building credibility and why hiring a coach can be so important like incredibly, incredibly important and kind of just how to, how to know when it's time to hire a coach and how there's no shame in that because hiring a coach doesn't make you a failure. It makes you smart. And I want to get into this a little bit because I've increasingly noticed that some people can actually have a little bit of fear around not only hiring a coach, but admitting publicly that they have hired a coach, which is almost funny to me because (laughs) I'm over here like, I've got a coach for this and a coach for this and a coach for this. (laughs) But that's also a massive privilege and and that I have the accessibility and, uh, you know, the financial means to make that happen as well. And and I'm going to address that part of it because I think that's a really important part of the conversation that absolutely needs to be talked about. Um, But I, I think that a lot of people also struggle to know when it's the right time to hire a coach. And investing in ourselves can be really scary. And we want to make sure that we're hiring the right person as well, that they're right fit for us. But I really am, I've noticed lately that that I'm seeing some people who don't want to admit that they work with a coach because I think that they see it as some sort of shortcoming on their part that they needed help. But we all need some help sometimes and admitting that you get some help and and that you've learned from other people is not only human and shows your investment in yourself, it shows humility, it shows intelligence, it shows relatability and the fact that you're always learning just as we all are. Nobody wakes up in the morning knowing everything in the world. There is no human on earth that knows everything about everything. (laughs) That's why the coaching space is so incredible because there, you can hire a coach now for so many different things, like just incredible, crazy, obscure things as well that you wouldn't even necessarily expect. And I guarantee that you have some sort of skill that somebody out there would love to have and would love to learn from you. And the same goes for you. I guarantee you that there's something that you want to learn that you could get better at by hiring somebody to help you get there. And all coaches learn from other coaches, just like all humans learn from other humans. We all take different ideas from different people. And this is something that I I get really fired up about because I think that's something that we've seen happen a lot in the online space in, in recent years in particular. I mean, we could go down the whole road of plagiarism and stuff like that. And and that's been an, an issue since the dawn of time. But I think that just overall giving credit in terms of rather than just regurgitating other people's words, actually giving credit to where those words 
came from. And because yes, we, we pick up different things from different people all the time. And, and sometimes we don't even necessarily, necessarily remember exactly where we heard something. But in, in my case, what I try to do anyway is I'll say, you know, like I, I remember I heard this from somebody and if I don't remember who, I will mention that. I'm like, you know, if I, I don't remember who this was, but I always try to give credit wherever I can because there's an argument to be made that there's no true original ideas anymore, that, that we're all just kind of like taking our own unique views and perspectives on the ideas in the world that already exist. That's just one argument. I'm not saying that that's true, but that's, that's an argument that I have heard made and it does have some, some validity. I, I can understand why people would argue that. But I think that what is most important is, is not passing off ideas as our own. And there can be a lot of fear of if I admit that I didn't come up with this thing, then the people who are looking to me are going to think that I don't know what I'm talking about in my own right and go elsewhere. And listen, that, that fear is real. Like I, I get it. I fully understand that. And, and I have had moments maybe over the years where, where I initially felt a twinge of that. But then as soon as I really think about it, I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense. Because it, instead, when you give credit, it gives you credibility. So let's bring it back to the plagiarism thing. Let's say that somebody plagiarizes. Okay. Somebody plagiarizes somebody else because they were fearful that if they admitted, and, and people can plagiarize for a variety of reasons, but let's just say that this is the reason, that they, they took somebody else's work and they didn't credit the person who said it or came up with it or whatever, because they thought, well, if I, if I admit that somebody else created this, then nobody's going to think that I have any credibility and then they're going to go elsewhere. But then they get caught plagiarizing. What do you think that does to their credibility? It plummets. It absolutely plummets. Whereas when you give credibility, you're showing that you are actually seeking out knowledge from a variety of different places and people and things, and that you are taking that to then use and apply in your own life. That kind of speaks to credibility as far as I'm concerned. And we also sort of have to take what we want and, and leave the rest. I've worked with a, a wide variety of coaches for a wide variety of things, and I will continue to do so in the future. But one lesson that I have really learned the, the hard way in, in some ways is that, you know, you can absolutely adore a coach. You can be fully on board with their philosophy. You can love what they're doing, what they're putting out into the world. But what they are doing and how they are doing it does not mean that it is the exact cookie cutter that is right for you. And a couple of years ago, I started working with this, this one coach and a mentor of mine had also worked with this coach. And she said to me, you know, just don't get sucked into kind of like that bubble with, with a, a particular coach. And she was sort of she was speaking about the one coach, but she was, she was making it apply to, you know, this, this applies to all coaches. She's like, just don't get sucked into, you have to do everything that exact way. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. And then it wasn't until I, I started feeling myself getting pulled into the, I have to do it the exact way. I was like, oh, this is what she meant <laughs> because we, we have to take what we want and leave the rest. And we all learn from a variety of, of books and podcasts and people and coaches and mentors and humans around us just in our everyday life. 
And we're not, we're, we're not always going to be a carbon and we don't, we, you don't want to be like, I, I, I wouldn't want anybody to be a carbon copy or to try to strive to be a carbon copy of some other person. You have to figure out and be comfortable with who you are in your own right. And to take the different ideas and, and little threads of things that you like and appreciate and, um, and want to use in your own life from a variety of sources. And then that creates that, that is part of the foundation that creates who you are. But I think that sometimes people also get sucked into this coaching black hole where they see somebody who has, let's say, the, the life that they want, the lifestyle that they want, the business that they want. It's like everything is, that is exactly what I want. But then when they try to create their life and lifestyle and business as an exact carbon copy of that other person, it never fits. It's like puzzle pieces that won't ever quite go together. There's always something that's a little bit off because you have to design those things for yourself as an individual. And you can't just try to copy exactly what somebody else has. So when you are working with coaches, this is sort of the, the caveat. I'm fully encouraging of you to work with coaches. And I think that it is one of the best decisions that you can make for yourself when you find the right coach or, or coaches. But I think that it's really important. And, and I always tell my students this as well. I'm like, I don't want you to try to mimic the exact way necessarily that I have built my business, that I have created my life, whatever that is. It, even, even just my lifestyle choices, like the fact that um, when there's not a pandemic on, <laughs> on it happening, whatever, <laughs> um, you know, that I, I travel a lot. That simply isn't for everybody. That's not the right choice for everyone. That's something that not everybody even wants to do. And it's, it's also a massive privilege. It, it's, it's something that I, I feel so privileged that I'm able to do under more normal circumstances. And it's, but even if somebody wanted to do that all the time, it's not necessarily something that is possible depending on other lifestyle factors. And there are all kinds of, of different examples that, that I could give for this, you know, and all kinds of different factors that play a role here. And what is right for somebody else is not necessarily the exact right way that is right for you. But I always pick up certain things that stay with me from every coach that I've ever worked with every single coach. I'm going to give some examples here. James Webmore. I've worked with James Webmore. He's awesome. All of the coaches that I'm going to list have been fantastic. Um, he always talks about, there are a lot of things that I've, I've learned from James Webmore. One of the biggest ones that if you've listened to this podcast for very long, you've heard me uh, reference this phrase and credit him with, with saying it. And I don't even know for sure if, if he came up with it, but he's the one that I kind of learned this from. So I don't know if he got this from elsewhere or whatever, but the transformation is in the transaction. And that's, by the way, that is part of the, the joy of hiring a coach as well is that then you've got skin in the game. You've invested in yourself and that is going to force you to level up. You're going to take far more action because you have made that monetary investment. And there are different types of, of investments. It doesn't have to be monetary, but I find that that can be one of the most powerful investments. So the transformation is in the transaction. I, I refer back to that in, in my everyday life and, and in my business and, and to my students all the time. And I credit 
where I got that. Um, another one that he always talks about is when it comes to launches, setting goals that are like good, better, best. And I've, I've told that one, I've shared that one with, with other people before. They're like, wow, that's amazing. Like when you're setting particular goals, as opposed to just picking some random arbitrary number out of a hat that's ridiculously high or picking an, a number out of a hat that is ridiculously low and not forcing you to level up at all, you kind of go with the, okay, well, this, this would be the good number. This would be the better number. And then this would be like the ideal, knocked it out of the park, ridiculous over the moon number. And that can just be a different way of looking at launches. I, so those are just a couple of examples that I picked up from him. I had uh, another coach who always would say, be interested to be interesting. And it's one of the best things I've ever heard. And again, I don't even think that she invented it, but I got that from her. So whenever I reference it, I always say, you know, I had a coach that, that taught me this and I love it. I had another coach who <laughs> she, we would have really intense coaching calls sometimes and really get into it. And I would be telling her about something maybe that was even happening in my personal life, but that was affecting my business. And she would always, before she would start coaching me, even though I had hired her, I had paid her money to be my coach, she would say to me, are you open to coaching around this? And I fucking love that. And I have continued to use that in, in my own life with, with my clients as well, because sometimes we just need to fucking vent, <laughs> right? Sometimes we just need to vent. And you know, when, when you're talking to your partner or your best friend, and you're just trying to get shit off your chest, and then they start jumping in because they want to help. They, they want to fix something for you. They want to make it better. And then they start giving advice and you're like, no, I just, <laughs> I just need to vent right now. And this, this coach of mine recognized that. So even though she was my coach, she still would always preface it, preface her, her coaching with, are you open to coaching around this? And I always said yes, but I really appreciated that it gave me the opportunity to also say, no, I just need to vent right now or whatever it is that I needed to say. So that was another one. Um, one of my, my current coaches right now, Rachel Rogers, she is incredible. I'll reference her in the show notes. She just blows me out of, out of the water. Her team is incredible, all of them. And there's a couple things that I, I haven't been working with her for a very long time, um, but even just in my short time with her, she said some things that have really, really impacted me. One of the things that she said and that her team has said is that when it comes to how you are pricing things, you're charging for your years of experience and expertise and education and perspectives. And, and I already knew that and I loved how she said it, but it was what she, has, what, what she and her team have said next that has really gotten to me. It took my entire life to get here. I think that sentence will stay with me until the end of time. <laughs> and you know, she, she wants you, she wants, she wants me as, as, um, one of her coaches, Um, and she wants the, the people that are working with her to charge their worth because it took your entire life to get to where you are and to charge accordingly and to charge according to the value of the transformation, not the value of, you know, your hourly rate or whatever. What is the value of the transformation that you are providing for someone? But just that, that particular sentence about it took my entire life to get here. 
And as somebody who has a very random winding, you know, in episode 221, I, I referenced uh, this and, and opened up a lot more than I have in any other episode by far about the number of different jobs I've worked and the super eclectic, you know, um, education and, and all of that that I have and how it has led to where I am today. And that sentence, it took me my entire life to get here. I'm like, yes, like it's, it's, all of those different things in combination with each other have created who I am today. And the way that I'm able to show up is only for other people is only because of that super random winding, twisting road of experiences and the perspectives that I have because of all of those experiences. So those are just some examples. I, I could go on all day about the, the examples. Actually, another one, uh, my, my personal development kind of slash relationship coach, Emma, She's been on the podcast. I will reference uh, the podcast episode that I did with her. And she always says to me, it's allowed to be easy. She has said a few things that have really, I, I think will always stick with me. Um, but that's, that's the first one that always comes to mind when I think of her. And, and that was actually, we focused on that in the podcast episode that we did together as well. Her, her episode has been so popular that it's allowed to be easy. And when life feels like it's getting out of control, maybe your business feels like it's getting out of control, things are chaotic why are you choosing chaos? And that can sting for a minute because you're like, I didn't choose this. <laughs> life is happening to me. Like not life is happening to me, not for me. And I don't understand how I got here and, and all of these things. And it's, it's about coming back to that really grounding. It's allowed to be easy. It doesn't have to be chaotic. And what are the choices that you can make right now to start moving back towards ease? So again, these are just some of the, the, the little snippets that I've pulled up from a variety of coaches. And what I really want to hammer home for you is that coaching gets you the result that you need and the result that you want exponentially faster than if you were trying to do it on your own, exponentially faster. Showing up and doing the work and improving to yourself that you are capable of something as much as anybody else. Plus owning the fact that you don't know everything. Like don't be afraid to refer people out as well or turn people towards other coaches or resources if you're not the right fit for them. That's a tricky one in the coaching space because I see coaches who will try to mold themselves to the needs of whatever person lands in their lap. And I'm not into that vibe because I think that everyone has a zone of genius. I think that everyone should stay in their zone of genius. And I have had multiple um, potential clients, potential lucrative clients, I might add, come to me and say, hey, I have this problem. You seem like the right person. And I go, nope, I'm not the right person for that. Because these people are going to pay me for that transformation. And if I know that getting them that transformation is not within my zone of genius, then I would be doing both them and myself a disservice if I took them on. So this is where you have to really make sure that you are getting the, the right coach as well. And if you go to a coach with something that's sort of out of their scope, but they're like, no, no, I can help you with that. Be wary of that. Like do your research first yourself to see if that's really going to be a good fit or not. But that shows integrity as a coach as well. 
when, when you can recognize that you are not the right fit for somebody and then you refer them to somebody who maybe would be a really great fit, that shows all kinds of integrity. And again, gives you as the coach actually credibility, more credibility. There are these, I, I'll talk to people sometimes that have big fears about um, speaking live to groups. So whether, whether virtually or otherwise, if, if it's a live presentation where a lot of people can ask questions, people get nervous about that because they're like, well, what if somebody asks a question and I don't know the answer? And then all this imposter syndrome starts coming up and we start freaking out a little bit. My response to that, again, from a credibility standpoint, get their email address. Let them know that you will either find the answer for them and get back to them, or you'll find the person who can answer that question and refer them to that person. It shows that you're willing to go the extra mile and you're also not trying to pretend that you know things that you actually don't. It doesn't make you appear more wise or, or knowledgeable if you start trying to answer questions that you don't actually know the answer to. It makes you dishonest and you'll come across as a know-it-all, which we all know is not an attractive quality <laughs> in anybody. <laughs> Just openly admitting that you don't know the answer to, some, to something, but you will find them the answer or you will find the person who can answer it for them. That shows massive credibility. And that's what a big part of this is. That's what a huge part of this is. Yeah, hiring a coach is great, but it's also about what kind of coach are you? You don't need to know everything. And trying to pretend that you do hurts you and the people that you're trying to help. Go find the answer. Yes, absolutely. You, you'll both learn something, but don't try to pretend that you have all of the answers that you can just pull out of your head because no human on earth knows everything. And this is why the coaching space has grown so massively in the last few years, because we've all started to wake up and recognize that we have this incredible tool called the internet where we can learn and connect with people all over the world with massive amounts of different experiences, education, perspectives, um, stories, it, all of these different things that culminate in this really beautiful relationship that we can have with a person to learn from them. And then we get to grow. And then when we grow, then we get to pass that on to somebody else too. And it's this incredible forward feed cycle. But if you never get to the point of admitting that you don't know something, or that you know you 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 don't want to hire a coach and, and you know everything and all of those things, that is not going to help you move any farther ahead. It is not a failure to hire a coach. It means that you have a growth mindset because no one knows everything, but everyone knows something. And go to the person that knows that something the best and use that knowledge to your advantage because time is your most valuable resource. Take full advantage of that and don't waste time when you could hire a coach to get you there so much faster and potentially save you years of additional effort and spinning your wheels. Years. And I would be a lot farther behind from where I am right now if I hadn't been able to, if I hadn't hired coaches to help me get to where I am and not even just, again, that's not even just about what I learned from the coaches specifically. It is, but it's also about making an investment in myself. 
and holding my feet to the fire. And I'm like, well, shit, I've spent this much money. I better fucking do the work because if, if I'm going to spend this much money on a coach, then I need to get the results to go with that. And I need to take the action to actually apply what I'm learning because the transformation is in the transaction. A la James Wedmore. <laughs> in my case, again, I don't know if he actually came up with it, but that, that he is the person that I learned that from the most. So that is what we need to focus on. And, and listen, I do really want to address the, the privilege and accessibility factor here because it is a massive privilege to be able to hire coaches from a variety of, of standpoints, socioeconomic status, um, race plays a role here uh, because of it and because that's also tied to socioeconomic status in some cases. There are so many factors at play here and I am immensely privileged. I, I cannot stress that enough. I am immensely privileged to have been able to work with to, and, and hire some of these really incredible coaches massive, massive privilege. And that is also part of white privilege that has given me a step up above others who have not necessarily had that same sort of access. That's a really important part of this that absolutely has to be discussed. So the good news is that there are, you know, more and more free resources being put out there, especially now, like in, in 2020, especially um, being put out there by coaches it, far more than ever before. So take advantage of those and really use those as an investment in yourself to treat that as the transformation is in the transaction, whether or not you've actually put money down, it is ultimately about how you treat it. And if you want to, to really apply that, but yes, there are absolutely disparities in the coaching space where some people have access to coaches and others do not. And I'm the first person to admit that. And I would, I don't have the answers to that. I would just, I would love to see that gap be closed. And for that to happen is going to take a complete tearing down of systemic structures that have not been serving people of color in particular for a very long time, for hundreds of years. So I don't have the answers to that, but I think it's really important to acknowledge my privilege and to acknowledge the, the privilege of all kinds of people who have been in more of a place of again, like comfort, privilege, accessibility, it, it, to be able to, to hire those people and to put that money down and to be able to put it towards that massive privilege. I cannot stress that enough. I don't have the answers as to how that can be changed and how that, that gap and, and how those disparities can be closed. But I want to be the first to say that, and I'm not the first to say, I mean, I, I just want to put it out there that I think it's more important than ever to start tearing down a system that has left a really significant part of the population out in the cold. So I would be doing all kinds of people a disservice if I didn't mention that and, and acknowledge my own privilege in this. Okay. I think that's a really, really important part to address. Um, but ultimately I, I just want you to be open to hiring a coach and also to not be ashamed of sharing that you work with a coach because 
there, you should take pride in that, that you are openly admitting that you aren't necessarily super awesome at this one thing, but you're so serious about it. You hired somebody who is awesome at it to help you. Why would you be ashamed of that? That's awesome. That's absolutely amazing. That shows how serious you are, how dedicated you are, and that you have the humility to acknowledge that you don't know everything. And that does nothing but give you credibility. And maybe if you aren't able to hire a coach right now, you start with the podcasts and the books and all of those things, and you apply that knowledge and make that go to work for you while you were doing other things in the background. And then eventually you might get to the point of, of being able to hire a coach. But there are all kinds of things that you can do here to help support what you are doing and to create a more well-rounded experience for yourself in the world. Okay. So thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, please reach out, any comments, anything like that. And if there's somebody that you know needs to hear it, please share this episode with them. It means so much, especially as podcasters. It's podcasting is, is, it is a lot of work and you know, I, we put a lot of time and effort into creating this free content. And the one thing that you can do that absolutely makes the biggest difference in the world and also touches my heart in such a significant way, if I'm being totally honest, it just means the world to me is if you can share this with somebody. Okay. So whether you tag, tag me on social media and you share it on social, uh, take a screenshot, or if you just share it with somebody individually, um, you know, in a text message or something like that, it would mean so much to me. And yeah, just thank you for listening and we'll be back on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me. For any references in the episode and all show notes, be sure to jump over to roomtogrowpodcast.com. And if this episode touched your heart, it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe, write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Goff Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.